Welcome to the Six Figure Business Mastery Podcast, where every week, Kirsten and Jeannie dive into the essential topics to fuel your business growth. From copywriting to course creation, mindset to video marketing, they've got you covered. Tune in for expert guest interviews on all things marketing and business, and learn how to work on your business, not just in it. So, get ready to unlock your business potential and take it to the next level. We are so excited to have France. How do you say your last name? Lupien. Lupien. Oh, just like it's spelled. Who is amazing. He's a dynamic sales coach, mentor, and speaker. His experience includes working with people like Tony Robbins, Stephen Covey, who is the author of Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. He's been a consultant with Bob Proctor, who did the movie The Secret. There are no business problems that more sales cannot solve. So let's solve your business problems. So Francois is going to talk to us today about why sales are so important and how to do it right every time. Francois, we are thrilled to have you here. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. But what a tall order, you know, and sales are so important. I have to do it right every time. That's exciting. It's an all order, but let's attack it with some fun. Perfect. So what would be your first and most important tip for people who they own a business? Maybe they don't always see themselves as a salesperson, but we all know if you're in business, you have to have clients. So you have to become that salesperson. What would like your first tip be for them or a piece of advice? The first thing is the connotation that many people have with salesperson is to me always linked to a bad experience we had with someone that tried to force things into us. And we says, I don't want to be like that. So I'm asking you, did you ever go to a store where you had a need, you had a problem or a store even online? And, or someone that you talk to and he says, I have this problem. And someone says, you have this problem. There's this solution or that solution that's available. And you go, really? Tell me more about it. And they tell you about the solution. He says, that's exactly what I'm looking for. And then you buy it. That person sold you on it. He says, no, they didn't. Yes, they did. And so you can do the same thing. Hence, to preview what you have said, that Kirsten, is if you're in business, and maybe some of you will not like what I'm going to say, but if you're in business and you do not solve someone's problem, you should not be in business because that's what business is. Business is solving someone's problem for a profit. That's what it is. They have a challenge that they can't overcome or figure out on their own and they're seeking help. And so you are providing that help and bridging the gap from where they are to where they want to go. And if you do that, it's a win-win, meaning their problem is solved and you are serving them. If you do not solve their problem, they still have a problem and you don't have a client. It's a loose situation. So that communication is not something that needs to be hard compared to now when someone says, actually, we'll dive into this later on asking some questions, but that's a setting the plate that the first we have to think that is sales is not necessarily salesy. It is something that is making someone that has a problem, joining someone that has a solution and everybody is happy. That's what it's all about. And I think most of us and most of our clients really do love helping people. We love yes. our because again, you get into business. Yes, because you want to work for yourself. And yes, because like you want to make more money. But at the end of the day, you're passionate about something that you know can really help people. And I think if you think of yourself, I like the idea of the bridge. You're just a bridge of that you're taking someone where they don't want to be to where they want to be. And that to me has always been sales. I don't know why sales always has such a bad rap, to be honest. <laughs> But, and one of the reasons when I was talking about asking questions, let's say someone's business is helping people cross the street. I says, that's my business. So they can safely get to the other side. And then they see this older lady that has a hard time. They grab her right arm and they're bringing her to the other side and she's kicking and screaming all the way through. And once she gets on the other side, I say, here you go. She goes, what do you 
even walk across the street. So that's what to me sales is. You need to ask, excuse me, are you looking to cross the street? And if they say yes, you help. And if they say no, why would you say, but on the other side of the street, there's pastries and it's good. There's dark chocolate covered strawberries, but I don't want that. And so I'm making fun of this, but for people to realize that's what it is. If you chase people for a solution that you think will be good for them, then you're being a pesty salesperson. Nobody likes that. But if you're asking questions and finding people that have a problem that you can solve, now you're a servant. I like servant-driven and heart-centered is what makes businesses stand for the longest time and provides you tons of referrals as well. I love that analogy. So I want to jump on here. So I love the idea of a lady. She's like, no, I don't want to cross the street. If you asked enough questions, like how far down do you need to go? And she's, I've got to go three blocks. You said, lady, you've got to cross two streets. Would you like me to help you get safely across those two streets? So like asking more questions could have led to two pieces of this. Helping her cross two streets to get where she needs to go. This is so powerful, Kristen. Anybody listening right now, she had just given you nuggets that sometimes we speak to someone. Do you have this problem? They say no. And it says, man, I'm wasting my time today. I'm not making any sales, not any contacts. But Kristen just told you, continue to ask questions. Questions are the answer. Be genuinely interested. Let's get into our next point that I like to make is that sales does not need to be salesy. It can be fun and relaxing with everyone. When you are curious and ask questions, that you really want to help and care. Ask questions. It's okay. That's how the salesy disappears from the situation because now you're caring. I love the way you said it. Oh, you don't want to cross this street, but where are you going? I'm going three blocks down. Two pieces of business coming because there's two streets. This is fantastic, Kirsten. So everybody listening right now, think of ways that you can do the same. You can go to school if you want, but you're not going to learn business in school. It's the school of hard knocks. Find out from people that know what they're talking about. And that's the shortcut for you to get there. Most business professors, I'm sorry, never had a business. And so they're just telling you about the text. But that thing that Kirsten just talked about is fantastic. It's the school of hard knocks. And Align ourselves with people that know is enabling us to get a shortcut. And so, for example, if you ask questions deeper, it says, the lady says, I want to go to this store over there. And it's three blocks down. I says, why do you want to go to this store? Because I'm looking to buy a scarf. That's what I want. Oh, is he want to buy a scarf? Did you know that just here, 10 feet away, there's a store that sells scarves right there and they're on special today. So now people are going to say, yeah, but then you lost business. Did you lose business? Maybe right now. But then that lady that goes and buys a scarf comes back. She's happy with her scarf. And she tells, well, it's Kirsten on the street corner that helps people that help me do this. Really? So now your word is going out to more and more people. So you didn't lose business. People call it karma. I call it serving your fellow man any which way you want. But the more you do it, the more you sow seeds the bigger the harvest is going to be. So keep planting. And that's what it's about, I think. Yeah, and sometimes when you help people, as you said, become associated with you and they make you feel good and then you want to give them business, you want to refer people to them because helped you and you know they're going to help someone else. And especially even if they didn't have the sale, they see you as someone very genuine who genuinely wanted to help them get to where they needed to go. And that's really important. I cannot tell you how many clients gotten over the years in different businesses when you tell them that you can't help like the solution i have is not what you need go to this person and then they end up referring you business because you were ethical and you were honest and you still pointed them in the right direction to solve the problem and it's just that little extra step of connecting them and now you've built a raving fan who isn't a client yet but they know people that could be your client and if they ever have the need, they're going to run to you because they know that you're honest and ethical. And I think that is so huge. Just building those raving fans. Raving fans are always our customers. Sometimes they're people that we help in a different way. Absolutely. No, that's great. And actually, as we're talking here before, I had this tech challenge. And then Jeannie says, 
I don't know this, but I know a ninja tech person that can help you. And she referred me to that person and boom, you see how everything turns. The other thing too, if you're in business and you tell people that you're there because you genuinely want to help. And whenever you're in a transaction with people, all you want is money from them. Then you're only doing exchange. You're no longer serving. And that's a big, I hope it clicks in your head. Everybody listening right now. If you're always looking at transaction with the person that you're speaking to, Hey, I have this thing. Do you need that help? No. Okay. That's finished. What are we doing? You're just looking for a transaction of exchange, but if you're truly serving, you can relax and says, Oh, how are you? Do you know anybody that might have this problems? Actually I do. Oh, what just happened? Something that was closed and not happening. All of a sudden can't. Actually, I love Dan Kennedy. He's a little rough on the edges. Dan Kennedy was saying that those of you who don't follow up, I have someone that's been not buying anything of my material for 25 years. Didn't buy nothing. Came to all the free things that I had. He got them all. And today he bought $25,000 worth of services from me. Because you never know. Keep smiling, keep serving, keep helping. You never know what's going to come. And he says, if I would have been on the exchange of saying, I would have ducked this guy a long time ago. But my goal is to serve people. And it just came back. It just happened. It took 25 years. How many of you are willing to wait 25 years to get a client? And if you're not, then, you know, maybe now is the time to readjust and think. And when you do this, you become more relaxed. It's not the... If Kirsten don't buy from me today, I fail. What's this? How about I serve Kirsten today? And she's happy now. And you're happy too. So now there's good vibes that are going around. And then both of us can refer other people. Maybe sooner, maybe later. But they will have. It's such more, more relaxing doing this way. That is like, you're just giving like all this value. And you are an expert salesperson and you've coached for so long in sales. And I think every business owner needs support in sales. Because again, it doesn't matter how long you've been doing it. Sometimes you do run against a struggle or sometimes something happens in your life and it rocks your confidence. And then all of a sudden you're not showing up as your best self. So as a sales coach and someone that truly helps people, what point should someone think, okay, maybe I need to at least have a conversation with someone like Francois. When should I have a conversation with someone like a sales coach that can help me? Is it when they're first getting started? Is it when they want to level up? Or is it when they, maybe they've been doing really well in their business, but they've hit a wall? In what area do most of your clients come to you? Interestingly enough, from all of the above. And the thing, though, that happens, it's a click that happens in their head saying, I'm looking at my business. Okay, there's this, there's that. And all of a sudden, it says, asking questions. We ask questions for others. Ask yourself questions. Become introspective. And hence, that's why having a coach helps us to ask the right questions so we can uncover our own hidden challenges that we don't see. But when you ask yourself the question, how can I increase my business? If you're happy with all the money that you make and everything, don't seek them. But I doubt anybody is. You can always do better. And says, money isn't everything. I'm just going to put the clock on this one. My best mentor who helped me made my yearly income, my monthly income, not every month, but oftentimes is Bob Proctor. And people ask him, how much money do you make? He says, I don't know. And I don't care. And he says, but what I'm doing right now is I'm building a school every two and a half weeks. And my goal is to build a school every week. So do you see how he says, I don't care about money. And we says, well, that's easy to say because he's rich. He says, no, that's not it. I'm rich because I don't care about money. If you're chasing something, by definition, it's running away from you. Stop chasing. What you need to do is attract 
And so by attracting, it's you that becomes a servant, that becomes someone that wants to help. To answer your question, Kirsten, when he says, when should you seek help from a sales coach is when you're talking about, how can I generate more income? Says one of the ways could be if I make more sales or if I increase the cost of the goods that I sell, or if I sell more things, existing clients. See, there's a gazillion ways of earning more money. But the thing is, how will you do it? And people says, it's who, not how. Exactly. Who do you know that can teach you how to do it? And then when you do that, your knowledge becomes something that is fantastic. And talk about sales. I have six kids. And so let me tell you, when they were teenagers, you need to communicate. And if you don't think that communication with a teenager is not about sales, then you need a course on sales. I always say <laughs> the moms are the best salespeople because you're selling your kid on going to bed, on eating healthy food, on not smacking their brother in the head. Like every day you're shaping them with what they need to want them to be good humans. So you don't want them to go around whacking people in the head. So you're educating them on why they shouldn't do that. The problem with hitting people is this is going to be the outcome. So you're yes. constantly coaching and telling kids on how to be good people. And, and it's, that's one of the things of communication. To me, I see sales as communication. And the way that I approach is first communication with self. Sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, you are telling yourself things that if you were to tell your best friend, they would tell you, screw off, get out of my life. I don't want to see you anymore. Why are you so mean to me? And people are doing it to themselves. Oh, I'm a loser. I can't take it. I'm so tired. I'm overwhelmed. And all these things stop you from taking action. So we need to have that communication with ourselves, selling ourselves that we're good. And then the other one is communication with others and finding out how we can Find out their needs, find out where they're lacking, find out if we can help them. And then with that information, we either help them or point them in the direction of someone else that can. That's what it's all about. But that communication that you said is if you're looking to find out ways about oh, so sales, sales, how can I do it? A confused mind takes no action. If you're confused about something, that is the first sign for you to seek help. That's what it is. And it's interesting because I'm going to circle around to what we do just for a minute, and then we'll bring it back to you for a second. But like with helping our clients outsource and hire the marketing virtual assistant, no one wants SOPs, standard operating procedures. Nobody wants structure because they don't know the value of it in their business. And I feel like it's the same with building a sales team. So if you have a business and you're thinking of 12 months or 24 months or 36 months, I want to be in a position where I can't take all the calls because we have so many calls coming in. I will need salespeople. I'm going to give all of you a great piece of advice, which is don't wait till you're at that point to hire someone like Francois because someone like Francois can help you systemize your sales process to the T so that you can then teach your new sales team that process. And so I think that a lot of times we have this great big goals for our business but you don't just go hiring salespeople. You have to create that structure for how things are sold through your company so that it's always ethical and always honest and that the close rate is on track. So if someone is at a point where they know they want a sales team, what would your piece of advice be to them? As you were thinking, my mind was racing to something else. If I make us against such an important point is the fact that we need as entrepreneurs to have and wear many hats. And unfortunately, sometimes you say, but I hate sales and I don't want to do it. If I may, it's a mistake. Why? 
Because if you hire someone that does sales and you know nothing about it, they can pull wool over your eyes and you will never know. You need to at least get your feet wet into the things and everything of your business so you have an idea of what's going on. So when the true professionals come, then you can, ah, yes. And I love to, as you can tell, I'm so shy and I don't like to speak on camera. I love to do videos. I have 500 videos on my YouTube, but I didn't know how to optimize them or do. So they're just collecting digital dust. And so when I spoke with Kirsten and Genius as well, let's optimize them. And they were at 20 or 30 before, and now I'm at 100%. If I would have tried to study this stuff until the cows come home, I would have lost all momentum on my business because I don't have time to do this. But I know a little bit about it. So therefore, delegating it, and God bless you ladies, with having all those SOPs that are standard operating procedures so that it's, you can see, too, oh, this is done, and then you get some traction. Because I always say that a man with a plan will always outperform the best of the best with no plan. You don't have a plan. You can be good. No plan, you're going to fall. But when you have a plan and a structure, when things go wrong, you can still hold on to the plan and then at least you have activities that you can do that get you to the next level. Hence for sales. If you're confused about what to do next, and that's uh, some people says, knowing exactly what to say is going to save you all the time. And it says, I need to have a script. Let's demystify. Can I go there in a little while? Because I don't want to learn a script. One of my favorite actor is, and, or favorite person is Nathan Hunt. This is people, Nathan Hunt. Isn't that Tom Cruise? It's Nathan Hunt. What's the same person? No, it's not. Nathan Hunt is Mission Impossible. And to me, he jumps buildings, just everything. Not Tom Cruise, Nathan Hunt. But Nathan Hunt is Tom Cruise, but it's Tom Cruise that has learned how to breathe, walk, talk, jump, and do everything like Ethan. And so therefore, he becomes Ethan. And that's why he gets paid 20, 30, 40, 50 million dollars per movies. So, if he, and then do you think that it's scripted when he speaks? Oh, I think I should go and turn where now? It doesn't say like this. Oh, where should I turn now? It's because it's internalized so much that you and I are in the emotional roller coaster of the role. Well, for those of you who like Mission Impossible, and then we absolutely love it. So, therefore, it's the same thing for you. If you're grasping on what you're going to say, and you tell people, I think that from what you are telling me now, we would need to get together for. People are going to say, who is this ding dong? I'm not going to work. And that is correct. You need to practice it, practice it. But perfect practice makes perfect. But also be prepared, rehearse. But more importantly, find out the map of where it is to need to be. If you're talking to someone, they're here. Don't talk to them as if they're here or here. Having that map enables you to know the territory and you can lead people to, keywords here, a customer journey. Believe it or not, Everybody goes from a problem to a solution, and there's a journey. If you're unaware of that journey, and when they're here, you're talking about what's happening there, you have a disconnect, and people feel yucky. That's when sales are salesy, because you're not paying attention to the other person. Once you're aware of these things, and you practice, it becomes simple, and you use it in all aspects of your life. I love it. And it's funny, because like you said, practice makes perfect. And one of the things I like to do when I get off of a sales call is I like to think, okay, what could I have done better or differently? And sometimes I record the calls and I'll go back and listen to them. And I think that can be helpful. I could never be an actor or an actress because I'm not a person. 
But I love like the framework that you taught us, which is know where they are in the journey. So you know what you're talking to them about at that particular point. It doesn't have to be that you've memorized word for word, but you know, if they're in this part of the journey, that you know, this is the conversation and the questions you need to be asking them around that topic. You mentioned somebody says practice makes perfect and sorry, but perfect practice makes perfect. And I'll show you. Over here on the wall, I have a gold medal. I'm a Canadian champion in martial arts Taekwondo. But nevertheless, I would say, how can I do this better? And he'd show me. I says, practice. I would practice 500. And then I come back and I says, that good? He says, yes. I said, what's the next one? He would tell me that I would go practice. And then I come back. And so you need to have people that know because alone, we don't know. Why do we need coaches? Why do we need marketing agencies? People looking at me right now. Do you see my eyes are only looking forward? This is the perception that I have of the world is looking this way. If there's a coach or someone with me that's right beside me, they see the side of my head, the back of my head. They see my back. They see what's going on that I do not see. Therefore, their perspective can enable me to say, what? you're just in the swamp right now. Turn left and you're going to go into the clear field with a brook and beautiful trees and fruit trees and everything. It's over there. But I'm not seeing it because it's here. But the person beside me does and can help me and guide me. That's why, in a nutshell, you need a coach. You need other people than yourself because we can only see what we see and others have perspective that we will never have. It's so funny because one of the things we talk about, we help our clients, is doing a little bit of market research before you start creating your content. Figure out what people are really looking for so that you can create content that will be SEO rich and that people will find. But it's really interesting because when you think about sales, when you think about large corporations, like a McDonald's is going to, or let's use McDonald's, let's use like a Macy's. They're going to spend millions of dollars before they bring a new line to market, right? They're going to do the market research to make sure, is it a good, is it a good item to bring to market? Which stores in our region do we think will do best with it? How many units should we have produced? They do a ton of market research before they go to production. Same thing with large businesses that have sales team. They invest annually, year after year, on sales coaching for their salespeople. And I think this is something that small business owners miss out on, is that, yeah, we're not big corporations. We don't have millions of dollars. But taking time to do market research is going to save you a lot of time and money with the content that you're creating and the products or services that you provide. And the same thing with hiring a sales coach. It's going to save you years. So if you work with someone who can actually help you get there, would you rather make $50,000 for the next five years or invest three or $4,000 now and make $100,000 the next five years? Bingo. That's where people miss out on the importance of learning skills. Because let's face it, you started your business because you love what you do. You love the problem that you can solve. But like you said earlier, you have to wear a lot of hats. And a lot of those hats are things that you can spend decades trying to figure out how to wear them well. Or you can seek out help. You can outsource it or you can get coached on it. And those are really the two options that will help you grow your business faster than anything else. Yes. And not wanting to learn sales is as if you go with a car on a long trip and you says, oh, I need more luggage. I'm going to take out the spare wheel and put extra luggage. Then you go and then you get a flat tire when you're hitting the mountains. Now you're up the creek without a paddle. Yeah. That's why there's a spare tire in there to help you in case of emergency. So these things can happen. Don't bank on them not happening. I have this thing that I used to teach a little while back. That's pretty cool. I feel impressed to tell people to help them out. Is that okay if I do? Please, absolutely. Excellent. So it's my little thing here. If I tell 
everybody here, there's nothing written on this bottle right here. Do you believe me? There's yeah, nothing. Best dad ever. Best well, but I'm saying there's nothing written. But the more I say there's nothing written, and the more you see this, the more he says, what are you talking about? There's something written on it. Are we correct on this? Hopefully yeah. people that can watch this, the video. But look at this. You turn it around. There's nothing. This is what I was seeing. So yeah. to me, there was nothing written on it. But as I do turn it around, then I see, oh, there's something written on it. Moral of the story. Two people can say opposite things of the same situation, and they are both right. Stop judging. Yeah. Be curious. Check this out. Let's do it again. There's nothing written on this. And he says, yes, there is. Check out my next sentence. What information do you have that leads you to believe that there's something written on this? And you say, because I can read it. Because I said, I what do you mean I can read it? it? And then you say, turn it and you'll see. And then I turn and all of a sudden I go, oh. And then as I do this, you see it too. Communication is key. And want it or not, a sales experience just happened right now. So that was in sales. Yes, it was. Asking questions to find out what's going on with the other person. Truly caring. That's why I ask. Asking questions, build bridges. And those bridges will help people to get together. If you're opinionated, you're building walls. And if you're building walls, then everybody bangs their head on it and there's nothing happening. This little thing here, whenever you're coming with someone else that says, hey, how about this? It says, no. Don't say, what are you talking about? No. It says, okay, why do you say no? I said, because I don't need it. Okay, have you seen this angle of it? No. So then let it go. But that's how it can be fun. That's how it can be relaxing for everybody. That's how there can be no yucky feeling. Like, no offense to this, but sometimes we go on online networking events and some people sell water systems and they tell you, hey, do you drink water? Yeah, you need my system. <laughs> what just happened? Remember the buyer's journey? Like right. they took you all the way from there. How about this? Do you have experienced headaches? Yes, I do. Do you drink water? No, I don't. Why don't you drink water? Because my water stinks at the house. I hate it. What do you do? I buy bottled water. Do you log it? Yeah, it's, it's heavy, this and that. How long have you been doing that? Uh, for years. Is it heavy? Actually, my back is hurting now. From If there was another solution for this. Sure. And then check this out. I'm not going to say my solution right now. It says, what else have you tried? Do you see how you can be relaxed? You don't need to do it. Oh, they need it. It's me. Why? Relax. Until they come to the realization that, you know what? Do you have something? Yeah, it's called reverse osmosis. And you put it in the house and it's fantastic. Really? Yeah, and I've used it for years and this and that. And the beverages are better. This and Really? See how I'm not saying, yeah, you need my machine? Forget the machine. The experience right. that the person has. And then they buy it. And then guess what? When guests come over to their place, taste this water. It's fantastic. I had headaches. I no longer have it. You had headaches? I had headaches too. And you drink more water and it's okay. Yeah, but this kind of water. Really? Okay, and next thing it starts to go. It's so fun. Why do we make it so hard? No, it's like magic. It yeah. is so fun. As you care about people, it's so much. You enjoy talking to people. It is a lot of fun. Indeed. Now, I do want yeah. to bring up one thing because we touched on it very briefly, but before we go, we, the concept of sales will cure almost everything in your business. Yes. By that, about. I mean increased cash flow. If you have more cash flow in your business, and I like to say there is no business problem that more cash flow cannot solve. And I did not say, ladies and gentlemen, that there is no life problems that more money can't solve. You throw money on bad relationships, not going to get better. But there's no business 
problems that more money can solve. I don't have a website and people don't know who I am. You can hire someone that will build an SEO optimized website. I don't know what to do. Oh, my, my videos are very poor quality and I don't know what's going on. You can buy a microphone and a video camera that's high quality. All these things cost money. And I don't know what to do with the videos. There's VAs that actually can be provided that will optimize your video, B-rolls into them and have it scoring. For example, as me, it was 20 or 30 that are scoring 100. Ask you a question, ladies and gentlemen, if my videos were at 20 and 30 and now they're scoring 80, 90 and 100, do you think it's going to make a difference? Absolutely it will. And so now I ask the question, should I pay for this or should it be free? You guess you should pay for it. Yeah, absolutely. So now you come in business and you say, I'd like to have free information from everybody so I can make money. I want it free so I can make money. Think about what you just said. You're taking free stuff from people that have labored hard to make it happen. And then you take it and then you want to make money with it without them being compensated. That's called stealing. And then, but this is interesting. Your mind will then sabotage your success because your subconscious mind knows that this is not right. Therefore, if whenever there's things that you need to be, and I got shivers on my arms, I say this because not on my head. <laughs> whenever you're thinking that I don't want to pay for this, so you don't want to pay for this, what are you going to be doing? It says, oh, I'm going to pay for this. And as I pay for this, I'm going to use it. Then your mind says, good boy, good girl. You're paying for something. Now it's yours. I will unlock potential from your mind to help you gain more traction and momentum from this so you can make things happen. Do you see how subtle these things are? But until you know them, they'll bite you in the butt and they do. And that's some of the reasons why, remember what I said, you only see life this way. When people are around you, they see other things that you don't because what you don't know will hurt you. So find out from yeah. as many people. You don't have to know it all. You have other people around you because I also say the day you think you know it all is the day you start to fall. It's true. And it's funny because if you think about it, the reality is there probably isn't anything on the internet that we couldn't learn from the internet. But do you have months or years or decades to come through the information to find out if it's right, to figure out how to implement it? Because nobody's actually coaching you based on your personality or your skills or your particular product or service. People will often say, I can hire a virtual assistant. And I'm like, absolutely. You can go online and hire a virtual assistant right now. But do you have skills on working with people overseas? Do you have systems and processes in place to train them and manage them? Do you have all the tax forms that you need? So you can go find all those things, but it's going to take you probably a lot of people. You're going to roll through a lot of virtual assistants, and then you're also going to waste a lot of time with those virtual assistants. And it's the same thing with sales. Again, you can read books on sales and you can look online about things for sales, but having a person who gets to know you and coaches you is a game changer. And you can have results like that rather than taking months or years trying to figure it out. Absolutely. And actually, for everybody listening, this is me. I was looking for, because getting to almost six figures a month, and then people says, you need to have four to five people to maintain it. I says, okay, so I'm a maniac. So I hired three people, no SOP, no nothing. I hired them, let's go. And then I spent 25 to 30 hours a week trying to teach them what to do. And then my business went down because I was spending all this time teaching them, and I had no clue what I was doing. And so I'm looking all over the place and Kirsten and Jeannie have been on my radar doing videos constantly for over a year, maybe even a year and a half. And I says, I'm going to see these ladies. And I told my wife says, 
watch that video. Do you like them? She goes, yeah, let's talk to them. And we did. And now I can't even believe the amount of material that's being done without me lifting a finger, just basically looking, oh, yeah, I like that. And I'm saying, wow, this is cool, actually. And it's just going online. This is fantastic. So this is the thing for all of us. And maybe lastly, if you have a product or service that solves a problem to someone and you'd like them to buy from you, then stop not wanting to buy other people's solutions to your problem. You're putting your foot on your own hose of abundance when you're doing this. What goes around comes around. You want people to come your way, go other people's way. And the more you do this, the more it flows. And as the tide rises, all the boats rise together. Very important concept. Francois, I want to say something to you here, right? Because again, we love YouTube and we love helping people. So at the time that you started watching our videos, we probably only had about 1,500 subscribers. And then we're, we've got about 2,500 subscribers. And the point is with creating content that truly helps people, and that's the concept I think that we go into creating a video with. If I create a video and it helps one person, I've won. I accomplished what I wanted to do. I helped someone. But if that video helps hundreds of people and then they decide to work with this, that's even better. When we're putting the content out, we're just thinking about the one person who might find it and it might help them. But people think you have to have a massive YouTube channel, 100,000 subscribers, 200,000 subscribers to start getting clients. And that's not true. Mm. When an ideal client finds your content and it resonates with them, like you resonated with how we deliver our content and what we talked about, that made you want to book the call and talk with us about how we could help you. And so... You can look at your video content as sales, or you can look at it in a way that I'm going to be pitching myself the whole time in my video. I'm trying to get something out of it. Or you can go into it just like you're talking about going into a sales conversation, which is, I just want to provide information. I want to help you. I want to tell you some things that you could do that may work to make your videos better or your content better. And if you use that, great. If it helps you, fantastic. At some point, you might say, but I want to go a step further. So I want to talk to them and find out how they can help. And so I really just think content is just like sales calls. It's about serving, not about convert. It'll convert if you serve. Absolutely. People say you do business with people and trust. And I say the fastest way for people to know and trust you is if you add value to their lives. It doesn't need to take gazillion years to do that. Just genuinely go out and actually... As we were talking, Kirsten and Jeannie, I was saying, hey, what about video titles, this and that? And we brainstorm things such as, let's find out the pulse of what people are asking for online right now that they have a problem with. Discover those questions, give solutions on a video about it. The people will resonate with you because they generally have a problem with that. And those are the people you want to connect with. You don't want to connect with people that don't have the problems that you solve. You don't. You're right. wasting their time and your time. So being more specific is really powerful. So niching down, which is something I had such a hard time because I've been doing this for 44 years. People says, can you help us? For example, you ladies says, we help women entrepreneur. And next thing you know, there's me and there's other men that are coming in. That's what's happening. You served your women right. And now the word is going out so much that now men want to actually come in. So don't worry about narrowing yourself to things. It's about serving, as you said, Kirsten, serving people right. And Jeannie doesn't speak too much, but Jeannie is the genius in back of the mechanics of all these things work. And that's why I said that at the beginning, the day you think about all is the day you start to fall. We need to have others that are going to plug the holes that we necessarily have because we cannot be good at all things. We can't. Yeah. Life is wonderful. You two are both in sales. And so I just let you go with it. But I do think that a lot of people who, who recognize that they need to hire someone will get so 
focused on the hiring. Am I going to find the right person? That they forget about having the policy and procedures and what they're going to do once they hire them. Then they do find someone and they hire them and then all of a sudden they're lost. And if you think about it, because GBO is a marketing agency, so all the workflows and all the things that we teach the virtual assistants and that we share with you, our clients, those have spent years being put together, right? With her agency, she had to put things together so that she could run her virtual team and get all her client work done. So it's not like you just wake up one day and create an SOP. It's something that has to evolve. And it was interesting. I heard this the other day, the rule of three. If you do something that has three steps and you do it more than three times, it should be documented into an SOP. Interesting. In that rule? Nuggets. Yeah. That, right? Yes. Yes. And Jeannie, because she like, we're more talkative than she is. But I think a lot of times people think that you have to be a screaming extrovert to be great in sales. And actually, if you know me, I'm more of an introvert. I like my quiet time and being alone. But I think sometimes the people who are like teachers or people who are sometimes more introverted make the most amazing salespeople because they're very good at asking questions and listening. Being so don't think that you have to be a screaming extrovert or talk as much as Francois and I do. Someone like Jeannie is a fantastic salesperson because she knows what she does. She loves what she does. She knows how she can help people. And she just spends time getting to know. So that's awesome. Cool. Yeah. This is exciting. It is great. <laughs> well, how can we let people get in touch with you? We're so grateful that you spent all this time with us. So how can people reach out and get in touch with you? Uh, I guess the website is the easiest way is howtobecomemore.com. As simple as that. What do you, how do you need to get to the next level? You need to become more. So howtobecomemore.com. And then through there, there's some many things that are available for you. I have a gratitude, a free gift that I have for everybody. And if you use this, you're going to transform your life. It's free. It's a video course. Yeah, I know. I always over-deliver video course that I've done with cheat sheets and everything. It's absolutely wonderful. But also, if at one point you're saying, maybe I need to have a talk, we can, together on the website, there's many places where you can schedule a time to speak with me. Do I am the way I am now all the time. I'll ask you questions. I have questions to ask. What is it that you're trying to do? Where are you going? What's the hiccup? How, what have you tried? What has worked? What has not worked? How serious are you to overcome it? And from there, we'll have together, it will be an eye opener for you to say, oh, I didn't know this. And then from there, we decide. Maybe I point you to direction. Maybe we work together. Maybe we don't. Maybe it's not now. Maybe it's later. That's okay. I'm here to serve. And that's what I love to do. I'm not here to exchange. I'm here to serve. So, I have 44 years of experience. And sometimes people say, I say oh, that's almost like bragging. Freak, who has 44 years of experience in the field? Not many people. Right. And so it's there for the taking. And then when we talk, you'll have access to that, no charge. And then we'll find out where is it that we're going from there. And yeah. stop tiptoeing through life. If inside of you, there's a desire for you to contribute with other people and you don't know how, don't die with your song still inside of you. Find someone that can teach you how to sing it better so that people will love to be your audience because you can transform life. Someone's waiting for you to solve their problem. So let's make it happen. Thanks for listening to the Six Figure Business Mastery Podcast. If you enjoyed listening to this episode and you are ready to leverage video marketing on all online platforms or maybe even start your own video podcast, then you need to check out the Done For You and Done With You program at themarketingvaadvantage.com and take your business to the next level.